0: Welcome to the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby and today we're looking at working capital management. What is it and why is it so important? Well, Andrew Birch is with us again, a director at Vantage Performance. I mean, we're going to look at uh, working capital for the next couple of weeks, aren't we, Andrew? Which you say is the cheapest and easiest form of finance available to a business which sounds great but you know a lot of people are probably saying well what exactly is working capital can you give us a definition first of all
1: Uh, working capital is the stuff that circulates around a business so cash debtors stock uh, and the other side of the equation in terms of the balance sheet which are things like accounts payable um, liabilities to the ATO, lease liabilities, bank overdraft, that sort of stuff.
0: And I guess it's the easiest form of finance available because uh, it's it's all under your control. You don't have to go to anybody else to sort this out.
1: Absolutely, under your control. And in many cases, businesses aren't um, managing their working capital effectively. So if they Improve their working capital management; they can release cash into their business, and it doesn't cost them anything.
0: So I can imagine sometimes. I mean, it would be quite profound the change. You know, once once people understand uh, the 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 cash cycle in a business, once they start thinking about cash flow, uh, I can imagine it's quite transformational in some cases.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've had examples where um, it's caused people to completely rethink their business model, um, with a view that a business that would have been unviable became. Very viable. Uh, So it is uh, it is working capital management is one of those things that can completely transform the way you think about your business. And
0: is that because part of the problem that we, we, we tend to think about profitability? We don't think about cash flow. We think that, look, I've, you know, so we ignore time in the whole equation. If, if I've uh, cre- created product X and it costs me Y, X minus Y equals the, the amount of money I've made, that's that's a good thing. And I, I ignore the fact that there might be several months in between paying out and getting the money back in.
1: Yeah, that, 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 that is absolutely spot on. It is thinking about the time that you need to start paying for labor and materials in relation to the supply of um, goods to um, a customer And then, when you expect to receive payment for those goods from the customer. So, in a really simple case, um, you might have to pay for labor um, in advance. Let's call that day zero. Um, You might order goods that you need to manufacture, but you don't end up paying for those until 30 days after the month end. So, um, you know, possibly day 60 in that example. But it takes you 30 days to make the Make the goods, you can't make the goods until after the materials arrived, then you sell them to a customer, and then you get paid 45 days later, which could be day 105. So, um, you know, on that really simple example, you're paying out labor day zero, you're getting, uh, you're paying out for materials day 60, and you're getting the customer to pay you day 105. And the difference between those payments is effectively the amount of working capital that the that the business needs to fund its operations so hence
0: the need for a cash flow forecast because you can start to put all of these figures into a spreadsheet and understand when the money is going out and when the subsequent money is going to come in but I suspect a, a, a lot of people are going to say well it, you know does that really matter because we do the same thing month in month out perhaps uh, and it's always worked you know we've all, even though we we might you know the payment might come down the track that doesn't matter too much because we've created something else for somebody else uh, and it all seems to To come out in the wash.
1: Yeah, I think that's the way that a lot of business owners think, Um, and to a certain extent, it's true, because in the in a large sense, where you're looking at you know thousands of business transactions, perhaps it all um, it, it all washes through, but. Uh, I guess the case is where you're signing up a new customer and that customer is a significant customer. Mm. So we've had clients recently where you know, they were considering entering into a contract that was worth about $30 million in the mining sector. And that was $30 million over 10 months um, with a gross profit margin of 80%. That means that in month one they're going to pay, you know, eighty percent of three million out, um, and in month two they're going to pay eighty percent of three million out, month and so on, month three and and so on, and and the big issue was that even though they were making quite a big profit, they hadn't realised the effect on their cash um, of ninety-day payment terms. Yeah. So effectively three three months out at two point four million a month, um, and then you know third month or fourth month, uh, they get three million back. So a fairly big cash hole and And this business, what wasn't particularly viable in the first place, but they thought that because there was a thirty million contract and it was had a you know gross profit of about 6 million on it that it was going to solve some of their problems actually it was going to make their problems worse
0: yeah and there's a cost of course associated with all of that because they will have had to had to get finance there will have been the the cost of getting that finance not to mention you know all all the time involved in organizing all of that so that that becomes a a real expense on them on the margins on the business so that squeezes their margins
1: yeah it squeezes their margins and that's the probably this you know next big thing and, and probably something for another day Phil but you know people make assumptions about their margins um, you know that we have a um, well it was a 20% gross profit margin so a cost of goods sold was um, 80% but when we started talking to them about their, about their margins we realized that, um, that there was uh, they weren't convinced that their um, gross profit margin was 20%. Um, And uh, when we started looking at what they had included in their gross margin and and their gross margin analysis, they had um, missed out some key expenses. So in reality, it was even worse than than it looked and it looked pretty bad from the outset. Right, all the more reason to get the spreadsheet open, I
0: guess. The other, I guess, looking Absolutely. at it, I mean, you've given, you've painted a, a positive scenario. There's the other scenario, isn't there, where you lose a customer, or a customer goes quiet for a few months, uh, and you're losing that business. And I guess the follow-on effect that that has on your business. Again, uh, you need to understand uh, where the cash is coming from to to understand the repercussions.
1: Uh, so, I, I mean. Certainly, a lot of businesses have failed because a major customer has gone broke, and, or, or they have been unable to pay their account within normal payment terms, and the loss of that cash uh, in the cash flow when they were expecting it um, has you know, put them to the wall.
0: Yeah, so, and, I, and I guess at this time of the year as well. I mean, we're getting up to you know up to the, the holiday season. You might have some clients that uh, can you know continue to to buy from you uh, every month of the year. There might be others who are uh, you know who, who take a bit of a break. They have less need for your services over the next few months. Uh, but you might be have been relying on the cash from that customer uh, to help perhaps fund some of the expenses that you needed to provide
1: the other services for another customer. Mm -hmm. I mean it's very difficult to project when people will pay unless you have a very close relationship with them and um, if you uh, look through your accounts receivable um, and to that extent your accounts payable but if you look through your accounts receivable or your your debtors or the amounts that are due from customers and you will probably see in most cases this is true that uh, 20% of the accounts owe you about 80% of the money Right. Now, those 20% of your accounts are the people that you really need to be getting in touch with and making sure that you understand their business as well as they do and when and when they can afford to pay you so that you can make sure that you put that payment into your cash flow when they realistically can make make the payment
0: yeah it makes sense doesn't it that you're actually putting realistic figures into your spreadsheet that uh, actually mean real things Andrew appreciate your time let's talk more about this next week
1: great thanks Phil